The Bible indicates that the United States will not be part of the end-time world government. Emmanuel Macron is calling for Europe to reduce its dependence on the U.S. Could this be the rise of the ten-horned beast as prophesied in Daniel and Revelation? Is Emmanuel Macron the Antichrist? All this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Seagal here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Is what we're seeing today the rise of the ten-horned beast and is Emmanuel Macron the Antichrist? Those are two questions we're going to address today. Plus talk about a whole lot more. We're taking your calls at 877-END TIME. So be sure to give us a call. We'd love to hear your take on that or if you have any questions around what's coming with this ten-horned beast or this one world government that was prophesied in the Bible as being established just before the second coming of Jesus Christ. And boy, do we see these signs all around us, no matter where we look. You can look in almost any country, and these signs are everywhere. So we see the Bible unfolding right before our very eyes today in 2023. We're going to talk about it today. Um, be sure to comment where you're from in the comment section and let us know that you're watching. And we look forward to connecting with you as the show goes on. Doug, um, your Bible study started this last week. Mm -hmm. United States and Bible Prophecy Lesson 1 is in the books. If anyone wants to join, can they still join even though you've already started? Absolutely. Yeah, and you can keep coming. We're going to do it for at least 14 weeks, if not more. So uh, anybody's invited to come, you hit as many of those as you can. And if you have to miss some along the way, then we'll just give you some paperwork that you can take home and do a Bible study on your own. There you go. And, yeah. and really the lessons are designed to be standalone. So yeah. uh, it certainly helps if you build up from lesson one forward. But mm. if you don't get to join until lesson four, Still come, right? Like you Absolutely. still want people to come. Yeah, I mean, because the, the great thing about the class is the interaction between the class and, and the people that are in there. And, uh, you know, everybody can learn from each other because people are asking questions that maybe you haven't even thought of, you know. Sure. And so you can learn so much more by doing one of the live classes. And, and on that topic, let me just say this because there was a little bit of confusion last week. Um, what I think that people thought was going to happen is I would do the class on Thursday and then the next week that class would come out on End of the Age Plus or End Time Plus and that's not the case. The situation is we're doing the lessons a week before they're released to the public. So the lesson itself with Dave teaching is the lesson that comes out later on this week I guess would you say Sunday? I think it's Sunday when they start. Okay. We'll have more on that later. And, and so uh, my personal Bible study that I'm doing will not be aired on End Time Plus. Oh, that was the confusion. Yes. All right. That's what well, they were thinking. So. Yeah, the official series will start releasing on End Time Plus uh, here very soon, so be uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll be emailing out about that and posting on social media everywhere because the very first lesson of the new edition of Understanding the End Time will be released very soon on End Time Plus. Doug's Bible study is not that, although you're going through those lessons, that is not being recorded and published there. But you definitely want to make sure that you join. Go to endtime.com slash Plano if you're in the Dallas area and join up here in the End Time building every single week uh, on Thursday at 6.30 p.m. with Doug. Endtime.com slash Plano has all the information for that. And uh, it's a great connection to be made there with Doug and Tina, so be sure to do that. All right, Doug, is Emmanuel Ma Ma Macron the Antichrist? 
It's a great question, Vince, and it's one of those that, you know, we can't really answer yet. Uh, oh. it, is he a candidate? Yes, he could be a candidate for it because he comes from the right region. He says some things that are very interesting, and he could possibly rise up and be that uh, person that we're looking for, the son of perdition, the man of sin, the Antichrist. So you're not saying no? Not going to say no because at this point we still don't know. But he is, he could be in the running. He's on a list somewhere, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people think that that's their number one contender. Uh, and, and there's a lot of good reasons for that. And is Donald Trump the Antichrist? No, he is not. Well, that was really quick. You just yeah. like quickly said no. He's not from the right region. He's not from the right area. So we'll What about Barack Obama? Um, <laughs> that's an interesting question in and of itself. He's an American president, so I'm going to say no right now with what we know about Barack Obama. He is not the Antichrist. So you commit on them two, but yeah. not on Emmanuel Macron. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Well, he's from the right places, and we'll talk about that. I mean, you know, we have scripture that kind of tells us the area that this ten-horned nation is going to come out of, or this ten-horned kingdom. And so that's what's interesting. And some of the things that are said in this article, uh, there are those things that make your ears perk up when you, when you hear that. And so that's what was interesting about this topic today is, um, you know, because we could we be watching that beast rise? Now, this isn't the first time that he's made comments like this, and he's even started a coalition before. So we'll just have to see what that turns into. Is the um, Antichrist going to be like a lover of Israel, or do we know that? He's going to be a man that pretends to be a lot of things. Um, he, he will come into Israel. He will claim to be Israel's Messiah, along with everyone's Messiah that they've been looking for. And he'll come in on a platform of peace, trying to say that he's a man of peace and he wants to bring, bring peace to that region. And it will appear like he's on the side of Israel, but ultimately he will not be. So when, when he is revealed, do I have it correct that... We will, we will be able to say for certain who the Antichrist is. Um, we won't be able to until he stands on the Temple Mount. Yeah, and proclaims to be God. Exactly. Yeah, Three we, and a half we, years into that yes. final seven-year period. That's exactly right. So there'll be a peace treaty, and we'll know about that mm -hmm. because they'll start building the temple. That's one way we'll know. Right. And then there'll be someone that stands there and proclaims to be God, gets them to stop doing sacrifices. Yeah. So we'll know for certain at that point. We'll probably have a lot better speculation up to that point, too. Yeah. But we'll know 100% for certain when he stands there and proclaims to be God. Yeah, absolutely. Because 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4 and 5 talks about him being revealed at that time. So that's the timing of his revealing. Now, he'll be doing things before that, and we could have speculation that, you know, this particular person could be the Antichrist because he's part of the uh, peace treaty and things like that. But... We will not know for certain until he stands on that Temple Mount and proclaims to be God. Is this like, I mean, you know, this is like what we've talked about up to this point is from the Bible. Mm -hmm. Are there any news stories that allude to these details that are happening today? Um, as Yes, <laughs> there are. Not necessarily the revealing of the Antichrist, but things that allude to a peace treaty, things that allude to what's going on in the Middle East, all those things. There's so much going on right now, Vince, that it really is hard to decide what we're going to come in here and discuss. Because uh, just like, you know, I've, I've got things on the end of this program that we probably won't even get to, but they're pointing to World War III. They're pointing to war in the Middle East. They're pointing toward uh, Iran and Israel having a direct conflict using Hezbollah. Mm -hmm. So there's so much going on that, that every day 
there's things in prophecy that are in your headlines. And that's what makes it fun about the class, by the way, referring back to that, is we go through those headlines in our class and talk about, look, this is happening right now as we speak. Yeah, and what better than to have a Bible prophecy expert right there to hash all this out with and you, so. Oh, you're talking about me. I thought you were thinking Dave's right upstairs. (laughs) So, yeah, um, well, and there's also this story about about Emmanuel Macron saying it's time for Europe to reduce its dependence on the United States. And it's interesting because the the Bible kind of talks about this very thing occurring. And so we're going to dive off into that story and into Bible prophecy and tell you what in the world's happening right now in 2023 and how it relates to what was written in the Bible. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again. He can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 intime That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting to the calls here momentarily. Uh, so there are some open lines right now. So if you've ever wanted to join us, give us a call today. Also, go to endtime.com slash events. Um, next week, I'll be preaching here in the Dallas area, Garland to be specific, at North Cities. Uh, if you're interested in coming out for a live event, This isn't a Bible prophecy conference, but it is a regular service where I will be preaching. And I would love for you to come out and join us and get to meet you. My whole family will be there. A number of us here from the End Time team will be there. And uh, while I won't be delivering a prophecy lesson, I will be talking about something that God has been talking to me about. And I don't know, maybe it's for you. I know it's for me. Maybe it's for some of you out there as well. So if you're in the uh, Dallas area, make plans to join us 
uh, next uh, next Wednesday, a week from this Wednesday. Let's see, I think that's the 19th at 7.30 p.m. Go to endtime.com slash events to get additional details on that. Would love to have you out. All right, Doug, mm-hmm. when, are you, when are you preaching next? Is there, is there, are you on the schedule anywhere? Yet? I'm not on a schedule anywhere. Might no. need to fix that. Oh, man. <laughs> Mercy. All right. Well, there's a story that's coming out. First of all, Doug, we mentioned it previously, uh, right before the break, Emmanuel Macron, is he the Antichrist? So if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, uh, yes or no, put in the comments there, do you think Emmanuel Macron is the Antichrist? Yes or no? So just type yes or no, it doesn't matter which one you think, put it out there. We're going to discuss that a little more in detail today. And, uh, but we're going to highlight some of the stories that are going on more so than whether or not he's the Antichrist. But let's hear your opinion. Yes or no, is Emmanuel Macron the Antichrist? Put it in the chat now. All right, Doug, this story came out with Emmanuel Macron um, saying that, they need, um, that Europe needs to um, withdraw their dependence on the UN- United States. Mm-hmm. Now, there are stories like this every single day all over the world, all over all the news outlets. Why does this one jump out to us? Because of the fact that this is one of the people that we look at that he said some interesting things in the past. He uh, is uh, a very influential person, even though right now, Vince, in Paris, there's protest against him and there's people in the street rioting and things like that. He is still a voice that a lot of people look to. He's even worked on this peace agreement before. He's, he's actually very good friends with Abbas, the Palestinian leader, and he's pulled him into meetings when other people could not. And so he could be very much part of a peace treaty between Israel and the Palestinians. Uh, he is also uh, someone who is, has high regard with the Pope. Uh, remember, this is the leader that spent over two and a half hours with the Pope when he, when he was elected. He went in for a visit and they said no other leader had spent that much time with the Pope. Another interesting thing about Emmanuel Macron is his parents were not uh, religious people and he actually converted to Catholicism on his own and went through the catechisms very young. And so uh, he's been to the Temple Mount before. Uh, there was a little bit of controversy that ha- happened then. Whenever he went up there, uh, they were not going to let him go into a certain area he wanted to go in, and he kind of pulled rank on him <laughs> and told him who he was and uh, made kind of a big deal on the Temple Mount and was able to go in where he was not going to be permitted to go in. So uh, it, he's done some interesting things. But the reason why this is interesting for this is because it comes from that region where we know in the Bible it tells us there's going to be ten kings that come up. So uh, the Antichrist is going to come out of those ten kings and we can tell you exactly where that scripture is. But the, the situation with this particular story and why it caught my eye, there's a couple of reasons. And one of them is the situation where he's saying we got to pull away from our dependency on the U.S. dollar. Okay, so one reason why that's important, Vince, is because we're well, that's seeing... That's a big thing right now, though. That's a huge people thing. People are freaking out about the U.S. dollar. Yeah, and, and it's huge because in the past, and we've, we've talked about it on this program before, but in the past, leaders of smaller nations have actually been taken out, and they said it was for other reasons, but it was really backing off of the U.S. dollar. It's, we talked about it the other day. Qaddafi changed to gold standard. Well, then they took Qaddafi out. Saddam Hussein changed from the U.S. petrodollar and started uh, selling oil to other countries for their currency. And so because of that, uh, then we started hearing weapons of mass destruction. They went in and they killed Saddam Hussein. So with a certain 
uh, leak of some emails, some very influential high up emails that they were able to recover, they found out the real reason why we went into these areas. And even Benghazi was tied into this uh, because they set up their own financial market there. And so the thing- Why, why haven't any major US leaders fallen? Uh, as far as, what do you mean? Like when you say major US leaders, like presidents and things Presidents like or presidents' wives or- <laughs> Well, uh, anybody that is, I guess, mainstream political leader that's engaged in, in some of these areas. Because you're mentioning names that we've heard in the news right. countless times over the last 10 years. Yeah. And all the people that have fallen around it, but yet outside of Julian Assange, I mean, I can't recall of a U.S., which he wasn't even really a prominent leader. Right. But, you know, there hasn't been a U.S. leader that has fallen. Well, and the thing is, is because we uh, protect our, our monetary system here in the United States and want it used all over the world, and most of our leaders are pushing that way. They're okay with that. But right now, what do we see? We see China, we see Russia pushing back. I've got an article for today uh, where Russia and Iran have joint alliances together talking about how they're going to pull away from the petrodollar, and they're trying to destroy the economy of the United States right now. And the reason why that's kind of a big thing too, Vince, I mean, it all ties into what's going on. The Great Reset and everything, I believe, is what it ties into. If we went to war, and these are ifs right now, but these are things that could happen because we know a war's coming. We know there's a six trumpet war coming, and we know that it's going to be a world war. So if you've got all these nations pushing against the United States, and the United States is feeling threatened, especially uh, with our economic system, uh, we're going to push back. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we talked about the story today where there was some leaked information about uh, Ukraine and their defenses there and what they thought the Russians would lose. And that stuff was not supposed to be leaked. It was supposed to go to a general, but th that was leaked, leaked on the Internet and released. And people saw that. And now they're talking, OK, was this espionage or was this somebody who accidentally allowed this to be copied and shown? But things are happening to where it looks like they're trying to take America down systematically, um, financially, and then uh, through war if they have to. So things are happening, and he's even touching on the same situation, saying we've got to pull off of this dollar situation. We can't allow that as a country to happen. So if we went to war with some of these nations, this article right here tells us, France is saying, look, we need to distance ourselves from America because if they go to war with China, so he's talking about going to war with China over Taiwan, he says, if they go to war with China, we don't want any part of that. So they're lining up. And the reason why that's important, you touched on it at the first of the hour, is because we're not in that one world government system in Revelation 13. Doesn't talk about the wings of the eagle there. Talks about the lion, it talks about the bear, talks about the leopard, talks about the seven heads and the ten horns, but it doesn't say anything about the wings of the eagle. So, it, so, so people go, either the United States is wiped off of the map, mm -hmm or they're not inside of that system. Right. We've always said, well, it does. It appears like they're not gonna be part of that system. Yeah. Um, and so we're hopeful for that. Right. We haven't been able to prove it, right? There's no scripture that would indicate. Right. Well, I mean, we well, have we have, we have Revelation 12, 13, or 12, 14, sorry. But, it, but as far as like, um, you know, I know about the eagle's wings that, that protect right. her. Um, but thinking about like the coming up against the one world government and uh, living outside of the mark of the beast and all the details. There's not yeah. scripture that indicate what those details will look like. Right. So we don't know how we're necessarily going to get there. Right. There might be a war that helps us get to that place. Mm -hmm. 
or there might not be, and we just aren't part of that economic system. Right. We don't know the specifics around that. So, to, but we do know closer to the end. We know details around that. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that's why we're not sitting here, yeah. telling you you need to buy, you know, 17 years worth of food or whatever. <laughs> right. um, yeah. Not that you know, if you want to prep, whatever, go prep. That we're not we're not mad at you for that. Right. But we're, in spite of knowing these details, we're not freaking out about it. Right. That's, that's and, part of it. You know, I always try to tell people, because I get calls like that all the time, what should we be doing to get ready for all this? And mm. I always tell everybody we need to be ready for any emergency. And, and if you want to stock up on water and food, uh, knock yourself out, because there's nothing that says you shouldn't do that either. You may need that to help somebody if there's a tornado in your neighborhood, you yeah. know, or if, uh, you know, if there's just something that happens with a fuel shortage or something and trucks can't deliver groceries and you've got chickens and you've got some food stocked up, there's nothing wrong with that. So there's nothing biblical about saying you can't do that, but the Lord tells us to trust Him and not be afraid and have hope and do the kingdom work and He takes care of you. And so because of that, we don't let these things bother us, but those situations are coming up more and more. We're seeing it more and more in the news. And then the other thing that he says here, Vince, that really blew my mind and got me going is the part where he says that he wants Europe to be the third superpower. Now, the interesting thing is in Scripture that ten-horned beast is the fourth kingdom that Daniel sees, but he's saying... What are the other three? We've got... Uh, Europe, or I mean, England is the lep is the lion. <laughs> the bear is Russia. The leopard is Germany, and so the ten horn kingdom is this kingdom that Daniel could not describe. And so um, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about this. We're talking about an alliance that he's trying to build. It's not necessarily a kingdom per se where they're going to pull out of the the EU. But they are part of the EU, and he's saying they need to have a strong military. Now, in the Bible, it now says... He would think that, sorry, he would think that um, Great Britain is part of that, no? Right. And, and the thing is, is that Great Britain had the Brexit. So everybody knows about Brexit. Yeah. But whenever uh, Donald Trump went into the NATO forces and had the meeting with NATO, he said, we've been fitting the bill for this for so long, and you guys are still buying oil from the person we're protecting you from, which is Russia. Well, now we know that's not happening because their pipeline got blown up mysteriously. And so that's gone now. But we've, we've got these nations that started back then. Macron looked at this situation back then and said, let's start an alliance. And it was interesting, Vince, when he did this, he said, let's start a 10-nation alliance of the strong. He said, let's call it that and come together and have a, a strong military base. And Britain was part of that. They signed on to that. So even though they're not in the EU anymore, they're still tied to that coalition force that he made militarily to help protect France and Europe. And, you know, I mean, they're one of our allies right now, but he's really kind of calling, hey, let's not be allies with the United States anymore. That's what this is about. Let's kind of pull back. And if they go to war with China, they're on their own, basically, is what it's saying in this article. He doesn't want to get into a a full-fledged war with China. He thinks it would be bad for his country, and he thinks America is making some pretty bad strides right now. We also learned that he's uh, one of the leading proponents of the formation of a fully-fledged EU army. Mm -hmm. Why would they need an army? And that's exactly the question that you ask. And I mean, when you read this article, but the thing is, in that, in that scripture, it says that this fourth kingdom had great iron teeth, and that it 
trampled over the whole earth. It could trample everything down. That's what this sounds like when you start thinking about an EU army. And so you, you think, why would you need that? You would need this because right now they solely depend on our superiority, the America's firepower. They buy weapons from us. They buy ammo from us. And he's saying we need to back off of all that trade with America and back away from the U.S. dollar. So What else does he say here? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, so far it's sounding pretty crazy, but uh, not so crazy because of what we know the Bible has to say. Yeah, so... Just the, the fact that when he talks about this and he talks about reducing their, uh, uh, their stance on America where they don't have to have America backing them up, it sounds like he has been talking to other people about some of this alliance they're making. So uh, I was looking up as you were saying that. The, what they're doing with China and, uh, and Russia, they've signed this, they call it the so-called BRICS, the B-R-I-C-S alliance of emerging economies. It's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, which have uh, actively been attempting to convince major oil suppliers and other countries to accept currency beside the dollar. So it, it sounds like um, the more that Emmanuel Macron is talking, it's lining up with more with Bible prophecy than it, anything we've heard him say so far. I mean, he said a lot of things. <laughs> and so this is one of those things where it looks like, okay, so now if we see this, we see America being taken out of the big picture of these uh, super countries that make up the UN and the EU. So it's, it's interesting, and it, and it all comes down to the dollar. So that's where, you know, if you follow the money, they say, you can kind of find out who's really making the calls and who's calling all the shots. So... Uh, are they systematically trying to destroy the United States and America, and is this going to be part of uh, us pulling out of that world government? Ultimately, Doug, we can look at all this and go, you know, these are all um, tremors, I guess, if you will, mm. of what's to come in that there is an antichrist and a false prophet right. that will soon come onto the scene mm. and attempt to deceive the world. Yes. And what, what are we going to do to stop them? Well, for one thing, we're not going to be able to do a whole lot to stop that. That's God's plan, so it's in Scripture it's going to happen. Uh, but it does tell us what to do as Christians and what to do as people of God and how we are to uh, respond to that. We're not supposed to... Uh, take up arms and fight against that as far as, uh, you know, are we going to, all the Christians in the world, take our guns and go fight the Antichrist. It tells us that this kingdom, the gospel, shall be taught in the whole world, and then the end will come. So what are we supposed to be doing? Like we said earlier, if we're kingdom-minded, we're teaching people the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yep. And so um, that's really what we as Christians are supposed to do. Now, will there be people in America that fight back against the Antichrist and the world government? It appears so, because there's going to be people. There's a scripture in Revelation 13 that says, uh, you know, those that will go into captivity and the captivity they shall go. Those that shall be killed by the sword shall be killed by the sword. So there's going to be resistance. And we know the Antichrist fights at least three wars. Well, the Antichrist and the false prophet will soon be revealed, but also the two witnesses will be as well. If you want to know who they are, you can go to endtime.com new. Doug just released a video in the last couple of weeks explaining in detail who those two witnesses will be. So go there and check it out. We'll be right back after the break.
The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, pause what you're doing, hit the share button. Let us know that you're watching by commenting and hitting the art icon. That helps us out a lot, breaking through their algorithms and getting to your friends and family. So give us a heart, give us a share, and comment. Be sure to interact with other people. People are posting their opinions there all the time. Some of y'all totally disagree with what people are saying, and some of y'all totally agree. And uh, sometimes we get to sit back and watch the discussion there, and, and it's enjoyable, Doug. You, <laughs> you, you go on there and interact with people sometimes, right? Uh, yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes you make anybody I, mad? So, oh, I'm sure I do. Sometimes I don't have a choice but to go in there and referee a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and people love it when you're in there, I've noticed. <laughs> they say hi to me a lot. So, hi, everybody. Yeah, but they also get on to you sometimes, too, yeah, right? Yeah, sometimes they call me out. So, um, you know, Doug doesn't like to be called out necessarily, <laughs> as you've heard him. So, give Doug some support. Comment in there. I love Doug. Let Doug know how much you love him. He'll be there yeah. to, to interact with I you a little bit. I love you guys, I too. love Doug. Comment that right <laughs> now. All right, we're going to take some calls. There are a few open lines, 877 end times the number to join us, 877-363-8463. We're going to go to Michigan first. Pat's watching there. Pat, welcome to the end time show. Oh, guys. Hi, Pat. I thought of you last night when I, I, my husband had 60 Minutes on, which I, we usually don't watch. But anyway, they were doing a story on the rebuilding of Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. You know, it was burned down. Mm -hmm. I think it was from the 13th century, uh, but it was burned down a few years ago. And numerous times I talked with um, Irvin about the uh, the rooster on the back of the lion, uh, excuse me, on the back of the leopard, leopard yeah. and uh, how interesting that was, and when I finally, or the fowl, on the, on the um, back of the um, leopard, and when I had looked up the symbol of France, I was really surprised to see that indeed the rooster has been the symbol for France. Okay, mm -hmm. so back to the television show last night. 
So they're showing how they're rebuilding this. And one of the parts of this featured was how, when this fire occurred at Notre Dame, there had been a large rooster structure on top of one of the spires, uh -huh. and that it had fallen to the ground. Mm -hmm. And I just felt a little twinge, like, Lord, was that symbolic? And I know you don't, I just am giving, throwing this out to, to uh, get your comment, but I felt like, wow, is this part of the Lord showing us something? And frankly, a man, I think it was one of the men, the architect that's working on this project, he said, I found the rooster, and he was holding it in his arm. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And then that, that going along with Macron and the things that he's saying that you're covering. Just throwing this out there, guys. Yeah. It's a great point, Pat. Worked. And I remember also uh, back before uh, Brother Baxter passed away, we were having... Bible study and, and prayer uh, one morning and that article came out and as we were there finishing up our prayer I kind of read that to him and told him that because uh, it was the day that they actually found that rooster and uh, oh, and, wow. he, and he said isn't the Lord amazing he just gives us confirmation and uh, and oh. so you know we we it kind of like you we had those same kind of chills you know go down our back yeah. when we saw that because it was like God was confirming his word Pretty incredible. Yeah, I and was, I was, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to Paris and, and probably will be there when they get this up. And uh, I, I, so I was really interested in this particular feature, and uh, I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, and let me just say this too, because we have questions about this all the time. But uh, you know, some people want to know, well, why are those wings not mentioned in the leopard in Revelation 13? Right. Well, the reason why is because they weren't plucked out in Daniel. The reason why the eagle's wings stand out is because they were plucked off of the lion and made to stand on the feet of his man. The wings on the back of that leopard, they, they didn't come out. So just because they're not mentioned in Revelation 13 when it talks about the leopard, it doesn't mean that those wings aren't part of that. And France is right. very much in union with Germany and uh, Macron and Merkel, actually, while she was still in office, they re-signed uh, the Franco-German treaty together. And so they, they like, re-illustrated right. that they are standing side by side again. So, very interesting. That Franco-German alliance has been historic and often. Absolutely. Pat, we appreciate no? your call. Um, okay, I'm you sure, you're, I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that uh, there's been a number of people point that out. It's quite interesting. So thank you for doing that on the air today and uh, bringing up the topic. We appreciate your call. There are some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Now, Doug, you wouldn't realize how many people, you wouldn't believe how many people are commenting, I love Doug, in the chat. Oh, my goodness. And there's been some mentions of the shofar making its way back onto the show. So, <laughs> oh, um, man. Just want to give you a Blow heads that up that, that that may be a hot request coming in your inbox today. Well, you know, I'll have to buy another one in Israel because... Uh, Doug, okay. I, in Israel, you've got to do it. <laughs> On the Temple Mount or something like that. They might arrest me if I do that. Well, okay, do it, do it on the uh, Mount of Olives and get somebody okay. to record you. All right. And I'll play it on the show while you're gone. I, How about that? That would be great. If, if I can get a hold of one and, and bring it back with me, I, I think you have to ship those back because they're so large they won't fit in I'll your luggage. I'll just borrow one from a store. <laughs> okay, I'll see what I can do, Vince. And, and if we could get you, I'll send you a video. on uh, Shabbat at the Western Wall, 
<laughs> doing those dances, that would be ideal. But I know you're not going to do that. So. Maybe, get back to the maybe on the Jesus boat out on the uh, Sea of Galilee, you might see me dance. That would be great. Can't wait. <laughs> That's something you only get if you go on tour because he won't let you record that on video. <laughs> so uh, the tour is full this time, so you won't be able to do that, but you can go to endtime.com slash tour. We'll be releasing information for the next one coming. So uh, you can check that out at a later date. Let's go to Jesse in Michigan as well. Jesse, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, guys. Um, Thank you so much for everything you guys do. And uh, I did have a question. Um, we have a friend who has uh, diplomatic diplomacy at the UN. Um, and he's told us that the UN has no agenda after 2030. And we might have that same friend, Jesse. <laughs> Seeing you're from Michigan. Might know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Uh, so what do you guys think about that? Well, I mean, of course, it's very interesting. I guess uh, when we get there, we'll know more. But, you know, I mean, we know that they have the Agenda 2030 and we know what their plans are and they're trying to implement a lot of those plans. We talk about them on here about their goals and the, the sustainable development goals that they want. And so we're seeing that more and more, Jesse. Um, you know, to say that they don't have anything past that is interesting because it makes you wonder, okay, so what are they thinking past this point? Uh, but I, I guess we won't know that until we get to the other side. So really all we can do is speculate. Uh, there are people that speculate, you know, that we're already in the final seven years and that it could wrap up, you know, by mm -hmm. 2030. Uh, but we don't believe that because of the obvious indicators that we're looking for with a, a peace treaty between Israel and the Palestinians and the Temple Mount being built and all those things that would come along very quickly within the first part of that final seven years, Vince, because they would have to have that temple built before that three and a half year mark and be able to have animal sacrifices because of what Revelation 11 tells us. So since we don't see those things happening and we don't see an altar and worshipers and sacrifice going on there uh, right now, we don't believe we're in that final seven years. But I know a lot of people believe that that could be what wraps up at 2030. But we just don't necessarily think that that's the case. Okay. Well, thank you very much, guys, and uh, keep pressing forward. Thank you. Thanks, All right, Jesse. thank you, God Jesse. Bless you. Now, Doug, could it be that the UN is no more? If they're replaced by another organization that's ruling the world? I, I think that the UN, Vince, will just be rolled into that one world government. It may not be the same entity that we see because, like, one of the things for right now, the UN, they want to have authority and, and be able to, you know, make everybody obey to what they want you to obey with and they can do that through economic sanctions and mm -hmm. things like that but their peacekeeping force isn't really strong enough to go to war against the entire world and so um, I think that probably what's going to happen is that that UN is just going to evolve into this one world end time government the EU the UN is all going to be part of the same thing or uh, working towards the same goals yeah like absolutely other global organizations that yeah. work together. Yeah, makes like sense. the ones we talk about so much Every, on here. Yeah. yeah, so. All right, well, interesting information. Uh, we do have some open lines at 877 end time, 877-363-8463. Could what we're seeing right now with the dollar and even with Macron's statements about Europe becoming dependent from the United States, could that be 
the beginning of the rise of the ten-horned beast in Daniel and Revelation. We're dissecting that today. We're also talking about, um, because you just can't get away from the topic when you start talking about this story, is, is Emmanuel Macron the Antichrist? Doug's not willing to commit yes or no on that at this point, although he quickly says that Donald Trump is not the Antichrist. What about Joe Biden, Doug? Are you just a Donald Trump lover, or is Joe Biden the Antichrist? Joe Biden's not the Antichrist. All right, so it's not like a you're so pro-Republican thing that that can't be Donald Trump. (laughs) Yeah, they're just not from the right regions. Now, uh, what do you mean by that, though? Because it's like... Yeah, so that's where we get into our scripture and where, you know, we talk about scripture. So we know from the scriptures that this is going to be a revived Holy Roman Empire. So we know that from Daniel chapter 2. And, you know, it talks about Daniel is is telling Nebuchadnezzar's dream to him and explaining it to him. God gives him the understanding. It's found in Daniel 2, 40 through 43 or 44. It's actually 44. But it tells us, it's talking about this statue. And he gets to the part uh, that lets us have this information where he talks about legs of iron being the Roman Empire, but feet of iron mingled with clay. This is a, a different part of that empire. It's mm-hmm. the Holy Roman Empire. The clay is the the uh, religious part of it, and then the iron is still the the Roman government. And so we know that two parties ruled that from the time of Charlemagne, uh, and it appears that it's going to be revived just like that. We're going to have a political leader who's the Antichrist, a religious leader uh, who we believe will be the leader of that uh, Vatican and that will be the Pope. Just like it's been set up before, it's the same part of that and it has 10 toes. Those 10 toes represent the same thing as those 10 horns. And it talks about during this time with these kings uh, that are ruling the world that Jesus will destroy their kingdom and put his kingdom in place. So that's how we understand that this has got to come from Europe. The Antichrist is going to come from a uh, rebirth of the Holy Roman Empire and from that region. So that's why I say that Emmanuel Macron is from the right parts of the world. He is a world leader. And another interesting thing, Vince, if we have a second for me to explain this. We do. Is that he is also a co-prince of a uh, region called Andorra, which a lot of people don't know about this because they don't talk about it a whole lot. But Andorra is a place that is in the Pyrenees. It's between France and Spain. Like Persia. Yeah, and Mm. and during this time, whenever uh, uh, the Holy Roman Empire was at war, uh, the people of this region came and helped uh, the Holy Roman Empire, helped Charlemagne. And so Charlemagne set up a government there that would allow them to rule themselves, but they would rule with also a co-ruler there that would be the leader of the Holy Roman uh, Church. So they have a Roman Catholic bishop, that is part ruler there, and then whoever is the president of France is the ruler of this small place called Andorra. Do we know who the bishop is? Uh, yeah, his name is uh, Bishop Vives from Sicily. What's the chance of him being the next pope? I don't know. We might want to check into that sometime. We might want to check but into that. But we know that. who the president of France is. Yeah, we do. We have open lines, 877 end times the number to join us. We'll be right back. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. 
Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END TIME, 877-363-8463. Once again, if you're interested in the Dallas area, I'll be preaching in uh, Garland, Texas, which is like the northeast portion of Dallas. You can go to endtime.com slash events. It's next week. So a week from this Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. I'll be preaching there at North City. So would love for you to come out. Me and my family will be there. A number of End Time team members will be there. I think Judy's supposed to be there and many, many more. So uh, come out and join us. We would love to have you. I won't be teaching a prophecy lesson. I'll be just preaching uh, whatever the Lord has laid on my heart, which I think I know what it is right now, but you know how the Lord works. Sometimes things shift. So I'm not going to tell you what I'm talking about yet, but nonetheless, would love for you to come out and join my family and I as we're at North City's preaching there uh, next week at 7.30 on Wednesday. Is that live streamed? You, you know, it's not you yet, but maybe it's an end time plus live stream. Well, well I was just wondering if you're not in that area, would you be able to catch it somewhere else? We'll see. I okay. might have to work on that. All right. Very cool. <laughs> All right, Doug. Some streams. You said something before the break. Yeah. That um, really surprised some folks. Mm -hmm. The ten horns in uh, Nebuchadnezzar's dream mm -hmm. is the same as the, excuse me, the ten toes in his dream are the same as the ten horns. Right. Is that, did you mean to say that? Yes, absolutely. So, so what's the truth there? How do we know that? So here's how we know it. So if you look at Daniel 7 and it's talking about those ten horns, it tells you that Daniel didn't really understand what he was thinking, so he asked questions, and then he's told about this. So this is, this is what we know. So let me just kind of read this so that they see the Scripture. But it says, uh, Then I would know the truth. This is Daniel 7, and I'm going to start in 19 and read... I'll tell you where I read to here in a second. It's going to be to 27, I think. It's a little lengthy, but I'll go fast. Then I would happen to know the truth of the fourth beast, which was diverse from all the others, exceeding dreadful, whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass, which devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with his feet. And then the ten horns that were in his head, and the others which came up, or the other which came up before them, three fell. Even that horn that had eyes and a mouth that speak uh, very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows. So this is speaking of the Antichrist. So he rises up out of that ten-nation union. Now listen to what it says happens. Right. And I beheld until the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them, until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom upon the earth, which will, shall be diverse from all the other kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down. Now, 
I, I don't have to read all this scripture, but let me just tell you what else it says. It says that at that time, it, it gives us the timing that he makes war against the saints of God. And it's for time, times, and the dividing of time that's found in uh, Daniel 7.25. But then it says that at the end of this, God establishes his kingdom. Okay, so that's how we know because it's specifically talking about the fourth beast and these ten horns. When you look in Daniel chapter 2, it says that the ten toes that we saw uh, of the feet, which were iron and part clay, so were the kingdom shall partly be strong and partly broken. Whereas thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of man, but they shall not cleave to one another, even as my iron is not mixed with clay. And in these days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break into pieces and be consumed. It shall consume all of these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. So it lets us know that in the time of those ten toes, it's the same as the time of those ten horns. That's how we know that they're the same thing. That's how we know that the Antichrist is going to come from a rebuilt Holy Roman Empire. So that's kind of in a nutshell. It's kind of fast, but it's there, and you can go read it for yourselves and understand it. Doug the Revelator. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Thanks for that explanation, explanation Doug. Yes. Um, I know that everyone appreciates when you expound on these things very, very much. By the way, there's a brand new lesson that Doug put out called The Two Witnesses. I've got one called Warn the Jews. David, one called The Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. It can be streamed right now on demand 24-7 by going to endtime.com slash new. It's free to you. If you already have an End Time Plus subscription, if you don't, it can still be free to you because we're giving you a seven-day free trial. You could literally go there right now, sign up for the free trial, watch all three videos, and cancel, and it's totally free to you. So go ahead and do that, endtime.com slash new. Um, and you know, this, this whole everything we do here is partner-supported. We survive off of your prayers first and foremost, and secondly, off of your financial contributions. Um, so when you donate money, that's what goes to make this show for free, and that's what goes uh, to help our campus in Jerusalem and reaching the Jews there. And everything that we've got going on is partner-supported. So if the Lord's landed on your heart to contribute to End Time Ministries, go to endtime.com give. You can sign up to be a recurring partner there or you can do one-time donation. That's totally fine. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart is what we want you to do. Regardless, we're gonna to continue to broadcast for totally free for as long as we possibly can, and that's based on for your donation. So thank you for your partnership. Again, watch these new lessons at endtime.com new. We're gonna go back to the phones now. Let's go to Missouri. Antonio's watching us there. Antonio, welcome to the End Time Show. Antonio. Hello. 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 Welcome to the show. Can you guys hear me? Loud and clear. You're on the air. What's your question today? Awesome. Um, I actually just had a comment. I just wanted to point out um, two facts. The first fact is, of course, everyone knows, you know, his name is Emmanuel. That means God with us. So that's one reason I believe that he's the Antichrist. But the second reason, some people may not know this, but he's um, very interesting. He's 45 years old and he has no kids. 
he actually uh, married his, um, I believe she was his teacher in high school. Mm-hmm. And, and so he married her when he became 18, I believe. And so he has no kids at 45 years old. I just found that very interesting. And um, it makes sense to me because, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't believe the Antichrist will have kids and he doesn't. And so those just, just those two uh, fun facts is um, mm-hmm. why I believe that he's the Antichrist. And um, thank y'all. Hey, Antonio. Antonio, are you already on In Time Plus? In Time Plus? I am not. I'm sorry. I, I just watch you guys on uh, YouTube. I'm subscribed to you guys' YouTube channel. Okay, In Time Plus is like our version of Netflix. We've put everything up there that we've ever done, essentially, that's available in a digital format, and it's all there, and, and it's like Netflix. But what we want to do for you today is give it to you for free for six months. Doug and I actually did a show last year, I think it was, called is Emmanuel Macron the Antichrist? And we go through his whole life and we dissect what's going on with him in his career and in his upbringing and all that as best as we could. And we look at the scriptures and go, is he the Antichrist? So I won't reveal the answer to you yet, but you can go watch it on End Time Plus. Um, For you, it's going to be totally free for six months. So stay on the line. Mary Beth will get your email address and we'll set you up with that today. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for your call, Antonio. God bless you. Uh, we've got some more open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're going to go to Oklahoma now. Stacy, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello. Hi, Stacy. Hi. How, how are you guys? We're well. How are you so, doing? Good. I've, I've had a question for a while, and so I just decided I would call in today and mm-hmm. ask you what you thought. So um, after the Sixth Trumpet War, uh, do you think it's possible that parts of Europe could be destroyed and that's why the Ten Nation Union uh, sort of comes together? That is a very good possibility. Uh, that could happen uh, to a point where they need to build a stronger coalition and that's how that happens. Uh, you know, we just don't have a lot of information on how it comes up and, and why. And so it's hard to, to do anything other than speculate. But that's a very good educated guess, guessing on the fact that, you know, that six trumpet war is going to kill one third of mankind. So, I mean, that's a very good uh, question and um, it, it's a possibility. So that could happen. We'll just kind of have to wait and see. But we know that there's going to be something that makes that come up. And so that's what makes this article so exciting is because. Uh, right now, he's saying things that kind of line up with that, and you're going, okay, is this what he's talking about? We'll just have to wait and see. It's very interesting. It's a, a great uh, viewpoint. Oh, okay. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you, Stacy. All right. Now we're going to go to New York. It's time for the Joe Show. Doug, are you <laughs> ready right. for this? I am. I don't know. <laughs> Joe, welcome to the show. As always, you guys look exceedingly handsome. I love you, you, Doug, and I love you, Vince. Love you, too, I love Joe. you both. You're my family. God bless you. It's good to look at you. Likewise, <laughs> Joe. We appreciate your call and your encouragement because we yeah. need all of it. I'm a, I'm a middle-aged bald man now, Doug. I need compliments like <laughs> that to keep me going. <laughs> Come on. Hey, li- listen, you could be a 75-year-old crazy person in New York. <laughs> sure could be. <laughs> but listen, you know, my heart changed. I wanted to talk about uh, Macron, but as you were talking, I, I, I try to listen to the strength of the spirit in me. 
And I wanted to point something out. You always hear me telling the listeners, all the family of God, to take Jerusalem Prophecy College course. It's very important. But the Lord works differently in different people, how he reveals things to us. But he kind of, excuse me, I got a little bit of a head cold. He kind of showed me that a lot of people are not sure, like, how do you study the Bible? And how do you, well, it depends on how long someone has walked with Holy Spirit. But, But the Lord Jesus himself gave us a blueprint. He gave us a road map that starts in Matthew chapter 24. And I'm ministering to people this blueprint all the time. If we are to listen to the Lord Jesus when he said in 24:15 about the abomination of desolation as spoken of through Daniel the prophet, let the reader understand. And I tell people, you cannot read the book of Daniel too much. You've got to know the book of Daniel to understand the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Irvin knew that very, very well. How do you know all this, Joe? <laughs> it sounds but like you're I reading from the Jerusalem you. Prophecy College notes. <laughs> yeah, you've you, you got to know this stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Amen. basic right. for believers. I'm, I'm shocked when I come across a believer who says, oh, the, the prophecies are too complicated. And I tell them, no, not if you put a little time and energy into it. Mm-hmm. All you've got to do is you read English, make <laughs> sure you have an English Bible. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Joe, do you, play, do, you, do you play chess, I mean, Joe? I mean, it's right there. <laughs> but I think the thing that we see happening quicker and quicker is... The United States of America has begun, it's not going to be a superpower anymore. For us to be not a part of that, that one world system, we got to become smaller. We see that happening right now as we speak. And here's what's going to happen. We've got to stay a sovereign nation, separate, because the scripture says we're going to be defending Israel. And if it's in the word of God, it's going to happen. Right. Joe, we're at the end of the show. we got to run, but thanks so much for God calling us. You. We always appreciate hearing mm-hmm. from you. God bless you. Thank you, Joe. Praying for you and your wife. Remember Joe. Comment the Joe Show if you like it when he calls. Some mm-hmm. people don't like it, Doug. Who are these people? I don't know. I don't know, but we love it when Joe calls, <laughs> and so do most of you out there. Comment the Joe Show if you're on board with, with it. Doug, yeah. uh, we've less than a minute. How do we wrap a show up like this and encourage folks in the process? Well, you know, I mean, the truth is, is that we have those scriptures like we talked about before, where we do see those eagle's wings are going to be helping Israel. So we know we're not going to be part of that world government. A lot of the things that are taking place right now are supposed to, and this should build us up and help us to understand that these prophecies were given to us so that we will understand when we start to see them come to pass. Awesome. Doug, if we made shirts that said, you got to know this stuff, man, would you wear it? I would. I think yeah. that'd be a cool shirt. I'd wear it on the show. Joe comes up with <laughs> shirt ideas every time he calls. All right. You can watch thousands of hours of content totally free at Endtime Plus. Watch.endtime.com is the URL to go to. You can also go to endtime.com. We post articles there every day uh, showing you that Bible prophecy is unfolding around the world. So be sure to go there. They're totally free for you as well. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.